Hey, what's up, guys? This is Brendan with Evoke Bike. So this is an interesting topic, I think, because I was talking to an athlete about some intervals, and he had made the comment that I was really surprised this wasn't harder when I was out there. I was planning for it to be a total bloodbath, and instead I had a lot of fun. I actually thought about doing a fourth set of these, and I kind of regret not doing it. And I had told him that, you know, I really think that three was the good call because he had lifted early in the morning, and the session was some over-unders. Um, it's got a 45-second surge up to 125% FTP and then 2 minutes and 15 seconds at around 80 to 85% FTP. And shout-out to my coach, Tom. He really put me onto a couple of these different variations that I've enjoyed doing, and I've passed them on to some of my athletes that I think can benefit from them as well. And in this one, that 45 second surge is, it makes it pretty fun. It's like, it's over just when you want it to be over. But from that duration of the workout, you're still getting about, you know, 12 to maybe 14 minutes, I want to say of 85% VO2 max, depending on the athlete, you're clearing a lot of lactate. Uh, It's great practice. Um, There's some papers out there that talk about the best percentage of FTP. You know, you clear the most between 80 to 90%, but then you could also start talking about the benefits of doing it at 70 to 80%. Um, it's it's so individualized that you, obviously you can't just say 83 point whatever percent is the exact optimal percentage to work on lactate clearance. And the other aspect was that the average temp for this guy was 84 degrees. It maxed out at 93. He's down in Texas. It's super hot there right now. So the reason I'm posting this is because had he gone through another session of these, when I was looking at one of the uh, interval review packs, his heart rate was, let's say... 150s to 165 on the first set and the second set though or excuse me the third set it went all the way up to 175 so there was definitely a slow increase across the session the third one got a little bit sloppier but he had said it was because the park there were some issues with i think flooding and the park was um kind of a mess so i don't think it was a lack of wattage but it was um you know, it's hot. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. It wasn't lack of wattage, but it was a uh, just obstructions in the road. Had he done a fourth one, though, he might be starting. I'm looking at this. Maybe he's starting heart rate around 170 and really going up to the 180s, maybe 190. Um, you don't need to always trash yourself. And think of this analogy. When you leave the gym some days, you could go do a heavy day and you feel like energized. You're like pumped you're like okay you don't feel totally wrecked same thing for the bike every session doesn't have to be a bloodbath right you can go and you want to put the stimulus on the body that's going to elicit change in our body and we want to be able to absorb that stimulus so how do you know how much is enough it's a great question it's almost impossible to fully optimize exactly the amount If you're feeling good and you don't feel like you're going to be trashed after, yeah, maybe you can take another one on. Um, Another way to think of it is like, I don't want to put a specific number of minutes of work on because let's say you're doing VO2 max work 
25 minutes is a lot. If you're just starting it, 15 minutes is a lot. Whereas let's say we're doing, you know, over-unders, you could have a session that if your coach puts the unders pretty high, I've seen unders around 95%, um, three by 10 is going to be a pretty solid workout. You could do a fourth. I mean, you're getting up to 40 minutes of work. Or if we did lactate clearance intervals and they're 15 minutes each, you do three. I don't think you need four. Um, when is too much, you know, there's no way to go in there and be like, okay, well, let's let's go do three and see how much we adapt. Okay, now let's go do four and see how much we adapt, right? Impossible. I think the goal, though, is, you know, take a zoomed out big picture. What's the besides the physiological reason of why you're doing these? Where does this come in your training calendar? Um, like what, what else is coming up? When's the next race? When's the next super hard session? Are you going into a rest week? Maybe you do a little bit more. But, you know, you don't want to totally trash yourself all the time and you want to be feeling good. So it's good to dig a little hole every once in a while, but not too much. Um, It usually just leaves people just kind of banged up. So just I think it's an interesting topic of like, how do we know when to add one more? I think sometimes we always want to add one more and we want to get like that. I really like got crushed. If you want to get faster, I don't think that's the way to do it. And a lot of times what I'm doing with athletes is telling them what not to do or when not to ride or when to pull back a little bit more so than all of us kind of want to do a little bit too much as I've done. So, yeah, I just think it's an interesting topic, something to think about. And I hope you have a great day. Good luck with your training. And definitely if you're using Lactigo, be careful because it's easy to overtrain with that stuff because you don't feel the burn.